Thank you. Good morning. Hey, what a good day. Yeah? What a good, any day's a good day, but there's something significant about this Sunday in the start of a year. In fact, I agree with you, there's something so significant about presenting a word like this, like this, enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home, spare no expense. There's something significant in that. Sure, it's a verse from the Bible, it comes alive, it's spoken by God initially, but there's something about that that resonates with us as a team and I believe Coast Community. I'd go as far to say that these kind of words, the significance of this is a prophetic word for our community, Coast Community. It's a word that actually speaks forth truth. It actually affirms what God's doing now in us right now and leads us forward into all that is before us. So it's a prophetic word that we can either choose to embrace or ignore. And my hope today that through the life of Coast Community that every single one of us can engage with God personally and actually embrace this word in season for us right now at Coast Community. Now I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm finding it pretty hard to contain myself. And so how do I speak into that for like, 25 minutes. I said to Nick Briggs this morning, I think we needed to have one service a day. I preach for about seven or eight hours and we'll just blend the evening service into this morning, but I won't do that. If it wasn't hot, maybe, but we'll get into it. So it's a prophetic word, but it's more than this. As, as we discussed this as a team, we actually thought, you know what? God's been at work powerfully since the inception, since creation, Actually, and if you want to take it further than that, even before that, but from the life of Coast Community, even when it was first birthed in, in a home in Hardy's Bay and then later on at Tumby with a home um, up that way as well, God has worked powerfully in and through us as a community of people. And we just wanted as a team just to take us back 10 years, just 10 and kind of go, what has the story been for Coast Community? These are the focuses. Can you kick me off? These are the focuses we've had in a timeline for the past 10 years. And I want to just take you through that really quickly. And so if you go into the greenhouse on the fridge, thanks to the campies, they donated their fridge and every single focus is on the fridge. It's really cool. My hope is that your fridge will look like that in years to come. So here's 10 years ago, we had a focus that said, he began a good work in you, will carry it on to completion. Like we're still in that process. It's interesting, in January, we had this potter and clay analogy. 10 years ago, we were looking at that. He began it, he will continue it in you, in us as Coast Community. And then the following year was like, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. There was an evangelistic push into our community that says, Jesus is the way. Come on, let's connect with Jesus. And 2012, every good tree bears good fruit. The affirmation that you are a good tree. You still are. If you're a believer in Jesus, there's something good about you because you've got your, his spirit in you. You're a good tree. You probably don't see yourself as that, and you will bear good fruit. Now, if you've been with us only a little bit, this is new news for you, but do not conform to the pattern of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I was blown away as we looked at these verses, some themes that started to come out. 2014, each of you, that's all of us, we're in this together. Use whatever gift God has, um, you've received to serve others. To serve others. 
to serve others. In 2015, taste and see the Lord is good, and that's when we adopted Tumbi and, and all of a sudden Coast Communities in two locations. And there's this evangelistic thrust into our community. Say, come on, come and taste and see that the Lord is good. That's still in the foyer of Tumbi, and I love it because any person that walks into the foyer is confronted with that truth. Taste and see that the Lord is good. 2016, we looked at this. We are the church, healthy, growing and full of love. It's from Ephesians. Every, every focus we've had, something has stuck. It's stuck in the DNA and the culture of who we are as a church. In fact, this focus was so significant, it became the vision statement for our church. Coast community, healthy, growing and full of love. It's what we want to see as the overarching vision over everything. This is a focus for 2020. It's not our vision. This is our vision, to be a community of people that's healthy, growing and full of love. 2017 was this evangelistic flavour once again, an invitation to a changed life where we intentionally invited people to connect. In 2018, maybe it's starting to get familiar, a harvest beyond our wildest dreams. See, God's a big dreamer. He's a big thinker, way bigger than what we ever could. And then last year, present yourself as building stones for the construction of a sanctuary vibrant with life. And we land in 2020. But this is our story. And I don't know what your story is and what your connection with Coast Community is. I know know a lot of you, and maybe you've been part of Coast Community for 30 years. You're part of this story. If this is the first day you've ever been to any part of Coast Community, you're part of this story. You're welcome, you belong. The fact that you're here is that you're part of what's going on. God's got you here for a reason. And so it's our story. It's bigger than any one of us. It's our story. It's already happening and it will gain momentum and increase because we believe this is a word for God in season for us right now. Now, he will carry it on to completion. Now, what I've noticed, what our team's noticed when we've looked at these focuses, there's a couple of consistent themes. And one is this, that God wants to and will do a deep work in you. And we get to choose to participate. We get to choose to lean in and go, God, here I am. I want your will to be done in my life. I want transformation. I want deep roots in you, God. So there's been a deep work in us by God and His Spirit in our lives. That's a major theme in our focus. And the other one is this evangelistic reach, this connection with our community, who is way too many in our community that are lost, that actually need hope. They need a way to live. They need a friend. They need to find Jesus and understand that He likes them and He loves them and He actually gave His life for them and their family. And so there's this there's this this theme of of going deep with God, yet having a wide reach into our community and going deep with God and having a wide reach in our community. And that's where I believe this lands in 2020. My hope is that we can be a church that is not one or the other. That's not a church that actually goes, I'm so intentional about my growth. I don't really care about other people. I just want to be doing good myself. And we're not a church that actually, we're so, we're so focused on reaching the lost that then we neglect growing ourselves. I want to see that we can be a church that has deep roots in Jesus and a wide reach evangelistic in our community and beyond. And I believe we can be both. Does anyone else believe that? Three people do. We can be. In fact, I think we are. 
And as we look back over just that 10 years and as we project that forward, God has been at work in that space in us. Enlarge your house. Build an addition. Spread out your home and spare no expense. Everything's on the line. Let's take some risks. I love there's some other translations in here. The message puts some more context on this. Check this out. Clear lots of ground for your tents. Make your tents large. Spread out. Think big. Use plenty of rope. Drive the tent pegs deep. You're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. How you going, Nat? I'm talking quicker than normal, aren't I? Nat normally says, I like translating for you. You're very simple and very slow. (laughs) Thank you, Nat. Can you just tell Heather I love her? (laughs) Ah, Drive the tent pegs deep. We're going to need lots of room for our growing family. Do you believe that? Do you see it? Look around. And stop here. God wants to increase. He wants to enlarge. Check this out in um, the voice translation. Enlarge your house. You're going to need a bigger place. Don't underestimate the amount of room you'll need. So build, build, build. Can you hear the passion? Can you hear the urgency? Can you hear the preparation? God's been doing that. He will want to keep doing it. For as long as he, until he comes back to actually take his people home. And he calls you and me to partner with him in that. I don't know about you, but I'm overwhelmed by that. What a privilege. And the passion translation. Increase is coming. So enlarge your tent, add extensions to your dwelling. Hold nothing back. Make the tent ropes longer and the pegs stronger. I don't know what God's doing in you, but... There's something going on with that. It's more than just a nicely designed image on a wall. It captures a prophetic word for in season right now that it has been happening, will happen, will continue for Coast Community. I don't know if you've, someone's got, got kids and a family that's growing. I know when, when we went from number three to number four, it was an increase. It was an enlargement. And we always said we'd have as many kids as we had capacity for. And we hit, hit capacity at four. <laughs> and, um, we call them the awesome foursome. But you know what? When Maddie came along, it was a time for a new house. It's time for a new car. Like it just increased. We didn't have to do that. We could have made it work. But it was like our desire We wanted space for our growing family, you know, and then kids grow up and then they find partners and then one gets married and you think they're gone, but they actually are still around quite a bit and still eating lots of your food, um, which is fine. It's all good. And then the old, you know, like Sam, his girlfriend Esther's around all the time. She's beautiful. We're going to keep her even if Sam doesn't. She's that great. Um, We're going to need lots of elbow room for our growing family. That's one family. This is a family. And as we look at what that looks like going forward, are we ready for that? Are you ready for that? Have you got elbow room in your heart for people to join what's going on here? Have we got the space in our facilities ready to go? I mean, right now, we could double the amount of people in this room just for people that would say, yeah, I go to Coast Community. 
What do we do if more people come along? Have we got the room? Are we prepared? Now, this might sound like it's all about facilities. It's absolutely not. It's all about people. It's all about God and his people and what he wants to do and actually he's drawing people to himself. You know what? I think there's three things that God's going to work on us this year. The first is he's going to enlarge your capacity personally. He's going to enlarge my capacity personally. Although he wants to, we get to choose whether we participate in that or not. You know, if we're going to drive the tent pegs deep, how do we go deep in, in putting our roots in Jesus? How do, how do we make that intentional, engage with him personally so our capacity grows? It just grows and grows and grows. You know, another thing Kel and, Kel and I could have done is instead of going, we've got capacity for four, we could have grown our capacity and had 12. What do you reckon about that? <laughs> could have. Some people do. That'd be pretty crazy. But I believe God wants to engage with you and I personally and lead us and help us lead ourselves so that we put our tent pegs deep. And, you know, that might mean saying no to stuff. It might mean saying yes to different stuff that actually grows your capacity. It might mean you being in a healthy zone where you're growing um, spiritually and physically and emotionally and mentally and relationally and financially. And we'll explore some of that. Because if we've got capacity, we're in a healthy zone, it's never going to be perfect. But if we're growing personally, we've got capacity for people. I don't know about you, but if I'm, if I'm tired, if I'm drained emotionally and got low energy, I've got low tolerance for people. Just ask my family, they cop it. You ever done it where... You know, like you can kind of see someone and you go, I'm not going that way. You know, do the old coal shopping thing. I'm going up that aisle because there's someone there. If you've got capacity, you'd actually choose the aisle and say day to someone. How do we go deep with Jesus so that we have capacity? As a church, I believe going forward, we're going to need to have patience and tolerance. Because my hope is we've got all kinds of people joining us. And they're probably not going to look like you. They're probably not going to sound like you. They're probably going to have different behaviours. But we want us to be a place where, you know what, we can go really deep in who we are, but we can have a wide reach and host people well and say, you're welcome. So take the tent pegs deep. Can I encourage you to do that? The deeper the pegs, the more growth. You know, you go camping, you don't, you don't take those little, flim- those little flimsy pegs and you bang them in, they kind of bend, you go, oh, that's pathetic. You know, it takes a, someone, someone sneezes and your tent falls over. It's ridiculous. You know, you go out, you spend the money, you buy some really good suckers and you like you just bang them in deep. And then you even check them. If there's kind of movement, you bang them down deep. Can I encourage you and me this year that we go deep, that we connect with Jesus and we go deep and enlarge our own capacity? I think that's the first step. You can't do it if we don't do that. The second is I think God will actually call us to enlarge our facilities. I think that's in the mix. Now, when we're discussing this as a team, Candace said, you know, it's not about the tent pegs. It's about the amount of ground that you cover. That's an interesting thought. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about the reach that we have and the cover we have and the room that we create for other people. We are blessed. God's provided significantly. Look around. What a blessed. You know, we have a story so far that shows God's provision in our facilities that just is miracle after miracle. You know, at Bensville, 
right here. This week we started a prep school. Matt, well done. I love the sign that says, welcome to our 39 new students and our four new staff. Praise God. How good is that? See, we can point to things and go, God is enlarging. We're creating space. We're building an addition so we can say, come on in. And we're not just welcoming kids, we're welcoming families. Come on in. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Wow. We have plans already approved for a new facility on that, on that blank um, canvas out there. They're already approved in council. We're approved for a preschool in here. And when we actually move the one to Tumby, we want to make it multi-site straight away. We're going to need lots of elbow room for our growing family. The third thing I think God wants to do in and through us this year is that he wants you and me to enlarge the influence we have out of our homes. God's planted you in a community. He's planted you in a neighbourhood. He's put you shoulder to shoulder with people. He's put you in workplaces and schools and universities. And it's for a reason. It's so you can be salt and light. You can have an influence. People need to be in your space. They do. People get in your space. They'll go, there's something different about you. Gary, there's something different about you. What's going on? And they'll be authentic genuine, natural, non-pressured conversations about faith. People just need to be in your space. You need to be in people's space. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that in my neighbourhood. We want to get better at that and we're doing something about it. But if I'm honest, I can actually go to take out the rubbish and if I see my neighbour out the front go, yeah, I haven't got time for that, I'll actually just wait until they're gone. They're not going to put the rubbish out. You know, in our culture, it's very easy living in, in suburbs that we just drive home, hit the button on the garage door, it goes up, we drive straight in, put the button down, go through the internal access and actually go, ah, oh, I'm home. What would it look like if we intentionally engage with our neighbours and welcome them in and connect? Say, hey, mate, come on over. And you know what? That's our story. And we can do that. And there's so many creative ways. Now, you don't need to do this. This is what this looks like on steroids. If you know Glenn and Leanne Coombs, um, you would know that they're a, they've been part of Tumby for a long time. And they did this gospel presentation at Christmas Day last year. And, and Leanne painted with her gift this beautiful painting, this story, the, the, the Jesus born story. And Glenn narrated it with, with music and passion. It was fantastic. You know what God put on their heart? that that needed to happen more. Not only did they did it in 14 schools this year, they had it on their heart to actually do it in their street, in their front yard. And they've been working on that for years and Glenn has a vision to go, you know what, in my street, and by the way, he lives in the old cinema in one of the streets in Killarney Vale, that he actually wants to see that come alive and his house to be this lighthouse in his street. Now he's had years working at that. He bounced it off their neighbours saying, what, what would you think about if we did this? Hey, me and Leanne have been doing this around. Do you reckon you'd want to come and check that out? They had 25 people show up in their front yard as they presented the good news of Jesus from their home, from their home. Now, you don't have to do that. I wouldn't do that. Glenn would. I think Leanne's going, really? Is that what we're doing? He's going, yep, that's what we're doing. And next year, I want to do it five nights during the week in the lead up to Christmas. What would it look like for you 
to go, you know what, out of my home in whatever that looks like. And even if you're young and you're living with your parents, you have a home. And go, how can I just increase my hospitality? How can I invite people in? Could I just have a barbecue once a month and go, hey, do you want to come over for a barbecue? People just need to get in your space. We've got every excuse in the world why we wouldn't do that. Let's just put them aside because we're going to spare no expense. We're going to take risks. We're going to do whatever it takes just to get people to come in. Just because we love them. Just because we want to join with God's story. Just because we want to partner with Jesus to build up his church. And it's a non-pressure. You don't have to convert someone there and there. You don't have to do that at all. God's the one who does that. We just need to get in people's space. You could just go, hey, let's just come over for a drink. We'll just kind of hang out the front and any neighbours that want to come along, come along. We're just going to have a drink one afternoon. Whatever. Whatever you can do, maybe you this year, maybe God's been putting on your heart, you know, like we could start a home group. We could do that. And sure, again, lots of reasons why you couldn't. You don't have to be a um, theological whiz to do that. You just need to have a heart of hospitality to go, come on in. You're welcome. What would it look like for you this year? You know what? Healthy churches are deep and wide. Healthy churches have deep roots in Jesus and a wide reach. You check this out, Matthew 13, the parable of the seeds. You know it, the the seed fell on rocky soil and they didn't hear the message, but, but since they don't have deep roots, they won't last long. And later on it says the seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times. How do you engage with God's Word? How do you personally go deep? How do you understand it? How do you hear what the Spirit is saying to you and respond to it? If we do that well consistently and lead ourselves with discipline in that, you will produce a harvest through you, all for God's glory. 30, 60, 100 times what's planted. But it comes down to you and I going deep with God. Jesus continues that kind of theme in Luke and he says, I'll show what it's like when someone comes to me, they listen to my teaching, see how it's all from a point of going deep first and then follows it. It's like a person building a house who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid rock. And when the foundations rise and break against the house, it stands firm because it's well built. If we're a people, a community that actually go deep, God will do a great work with that. In fact, if you go deep, God will want you to become more and more like Jesus as you live. You'll never quite get there, but more and more and more like Jesus. And as you do that, you'll realise that life's not about you, it's about other people. You'll be other people focused, even to the point where Jesus was so focused on you that he gave his life for you. And if we live from a standpoint of deep roots becoming more like Jesus and be others-focused, it will transform the way our story continues because we'll have a wide reach. You know, this passage where there's a story of a shepherd, he's got 100 sheep, he goes after the one. He's in search for the one. Right now the Father is drawing people to himself all around our community and as we partner with Jesus to build his church, we participate in that. You can't change anybody. You can't convert anybody. That's not your job. Our job is to actually just be with people and just let God do it. God's drawing people. There'll be times to say something. There'll be times to speak truth. There'll be times to share your faith, even a clear gospel. Kind of, now, you don't have to do that. If it freaks you out, just let God do it. 
very fact that people are in your space, if you're going deep, people will be drawn to Jesus. Too many around us are lost. Too many people need hope. We can change culture big time. What about Acts 2? You see the early church. See, those who believe what Peter said were baptised and added to the church that day. About 3,000. That's a significant Sunday. And after that, each day, the Lord added to the fellowship those who were being saved. Now, that can happen today. It can. It will. As we partner with Jesus to build his church. You know, last year we had six baptisms. That is awesome to see six people declare that they have a belief in Jesus and they're happy to um, proclaim it publicly. I love baptism. It's one of the best measures that we have. But you know what? I'm totally not okay with seeing six people baptised. There's something not okay about that. So again, it's a both and. It's absolutely awesome because Jesus goes after the one. But I believe that in the story of Coast Community... If we can be intentional about going deep and understanding that's a personal responsibility and we say yes to that and we put actions and plans in place to do that and then we understand that we have a wide reach and so there's invitations and connection and hospitality and we're spreading out the influence of our home, we will see people step in and have a revelation that Jesus is God and welcome to the family of God. And at some point later we'll see baptisms. I'm looking forward to the day where we see hundreds of people baptised. I just want to ask you, do you believe that's possible in the life of Coast Community? Seriously, do you believe it? You don't have to say it if you don't. Do you believe it? I do. I do believe that. And it's, the pressure's not on us. It's not a pressure thing and it's not a goal that we're setting. I just believe that's absolutely possible in the life of Coast Community. It's possible in the life of any church on the Central Coast. And I'm with Andrew. I, lo- I love the unity that exists on the Central Coast. Man, there's so much momentum in that space. I love it. You know, I love Andy Stanley. He's a great author. He's a great communicator. He wrote a book called Deep and Wide. um, And he wrote this kind of concept, and I love it. There's something in it. He says, he's he's creating a church where where a place where the curious, the unconvinced, the sceptical, the used to believe and the broken, as well as the committed, the informed, the sold out, come together around Peter's declaration that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. What would a community like that look like? I tell you what, we will, need a, we will need a larger capacity to cope with some of those scenarios. And we will need a, a heart that's hospitable, that says, welcome, you're welcome. How can we host you? How can we love you? That's a messy community, but it's a great community. And you know what I'm talking about. I believe God wants us to make room for people, all kinds of people to come in and find truth and hope and love. So, this year, our focus that we can put our eyes on as a prophetic word for this time in the story of Coast Community is to enlarge your house build an addition and to spread out your home and spare no expense. You know, like I said before, whether you've been part of Coast Community for 30 years or longer, or whether this is your first day, you're part of this story. You're part of the story. 
And my simple encouragement to you today as the band comes up is this. Step into the story. Can I encourage you with with as much encouragement that I can bring? Just a strong invitation to step into the story. Now, lots of you are. But in a fresh way, God, how do I go deep? How do I do that personally? How do I lead myself well? I want to step into that. What's your next step in that? Or maybe it's like, what do I do to contribute to our house here? What's my role in that? What's my gifting? How do I help out? Maybe it's just a need that happens to be at at the moment. How do I step into the story? Because you're stepping into an amazing story. An amazing God story. And he who began a good work in us will carry it on to completion. What an invitation God has for us to step into the story. Or maybe your next step is, what do I do to actually spread out the influence of my home? How do I invite people in? What's one simple strategy where I can invite people into my space? How do I do that? So as we finish, I just want the the ushers to put this little card in your hand. Let's hand them out. And on this card simply says that. On the front, it says, think big and spread out. It's like our focus. But we can start with a dream. We can start with a vision. We can start with a picture of what a church looks like that is healthy. It is growing and it's full of love. But it starts with one step for us. And to kind of engage with God and go, you know what, what's my step in this? If I'm receptive to what I believe God's doing in the church I'm a part of, and this is our story, how do I step into the story this year in 2020? And on the back of this, it just says, enlarging my capacity. What's one action that you can follow through with that will enlarge your capacity? How do you engage with God's Word? How do you set that up? How do you listen to His Spirit? How do you actually hear what God wants to do in you to take you deeper? God wants to enlarge our capacity. What's your role in contributing to our house? There's a multitude of ways to do that. And I'd love you to write something down on that. And you may be doing that. Maybe there's a fresh thing. Maybe it's a brand new thing for you to do. And what's one thing you can actually write down to go, you know, this is what I choose to do to spread out the influence of my home. Now, my expectation is that God's already doing a work there by His Spirit. And so I just want to be a facilitator of God's Spirit. And to ask you the question, what is that for you this year? And can I encourage you, even if it's right now, even if it's right now in this in this next song, right now in communion, is before you finish this service, what does that look like for you? And to write it down and keep it in front of you. Be intentional and share it with somebody so there's some accountability. Because there's so much at stake. So much at stake. It's significant for our story. And can I encourage you to step in and go, what's my next step? Can I pray about that? Lord, I thank you that you're all about story. And your story is so much larger than what we would know. 
And God, I pray that today as we even just reflect back a little way that we would understand that you've been at work powerfully in the life of our church. And it's bigger than any one of us. It's all about you, Jesus. And I pray, God, that you would carry on to completion all that you desire for us as a community of people. Lord, help us personally to step into your story. God, in a fresh way, we say yes to partner with you in building up your church. What a privilege, what an honour, and it's only because of your grace that that's possible. And God, I pray that you'd show us personally, individually, what it means, what we need to follow through on to enlarge our own capacity, put our tent pegs deep. I pray that you'd make it obvious and help us to be brave enough and consistent enough in that space. And God, I pray you'd show us what it is you want us to do to serve and contribute to what's going on at Coast Community. And I pray, God, that you would show us ways that we can spread out the influence from our home. So right now, this day, we commit that to you. And Lord, we pray that through all of that, that you would be the one, Jesus, that would receive all the glory. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' powerful name, we pray that. Amen.